listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. <laughs> what was that? Take three? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you ever get that memory book done? You know, I'm tired of that with you. Yes, I did get it done a whole 12 hours before it was due. Sweet. I know, right? Sweet. So now we're working on Carnival. It just never stops. Join your local PTO people. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Don't volunteer for anything. That's not true. Always volunteer. Learn how to say no. That is important. Boundaries are good. Which is exactly what we did. Last week, we said no. We said no. We didn't like the episode. <laughs> and we said we are not, because it's one of those, if you can't say something nice, Ooh. don't say nothing at all. All right. Well, is there anything that you can say nice about a wondrous place? Was that the, yeah, that was I don't, the one that we didn't like. Um, I don't want us to not talk about it at all. It was very hook-centric, so that was a plus. <laughs> I mean, that's always a plus. Is it? It is. And we got to see Drunk Snow. That was fantastic. That was good. That was like the best part of the whole show. Pr- pretty much. How many bugs would you give that one? Oh. Uh, Are you going negative territory? Oh, no, 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 no. Never, never. I'd go negative. I've never, I'd never go negative. Was there anything about it that was really captivating or interesting? I think is kind of how I walked away from it is like, was it cool to see Aladdin and Jasmine no, I don't and Ariel? Care. I, see, here's the thing. I don't care about Aladdin and Jasmine. I liked the Aladdin movie. Mm-hmm. I liked Ariel on the, her own. Okay. I'm not a real big fan of Ariel in Once Upon a Time because she's not Ariel. Like in my head, Ariel is Ariel from Disney's Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And so this chick, she's great, but I don't, she's not mm-hmm. Ariel. You know? She, uh, I tell I just you, don't care. She's she is the Merida of this season. Okay. I don't know. I just don't care. I don't care about her, and I don't care about Jasmine, and I don't care about Aladdin. Jasmine's whiny, and Aladdin is just a pushover, <laughs> and I just don't like them. Just take your little rock and your little town and go away on your little dumb carpet. Was the overall plot dumb? Pro- progressed. Oh. The actual story they're trying to tell this season, was it progressed by this episode? Well, okay, in the sense that it got hooked from point A to point B or point B to point D at that point. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's it's his little side voyages that we're going to go on because now we know where it is in this next episode or, or in the current episode. The next, the episode we just watched Sunday, we know that that was the next journey, the next leg of the trip. And so this whole little Agrabah thing was like his first attempt to get back to Emma. And so that's what we saw. Like we saw he they did the shell the shell call, the shell phone. That was cute where he called <laughs> Emma through the thing cuz Ariel, you know, she has her little magic shell. Blech. And so that was, you know, cute. Now Emma knows that he's not gone just because he wants to be. He's gone because um he has to be because of of what's his face. And um so that I think that was important. Like that helped her know that the end is not it their relationship is not over. So that was that. And he's trying to get back to her because he he knows that he needs to. And so I think that's important. Um I I actually I think the thing I liked most about the episode is just the way that the ladies came together to try to help her. You know, I mean, every time I see the three of them together, I think about how far they've come as characters because they used to not be able to stand each other. I mean, not Emma and Snow, but you know what I mean? I mean, it's Regina with Snow White with Emma. Do you, Season one, that would have, like, there's no way you could even fathom that. 
Do you think the mayor of Storybrook really needed the two for one coupon down at Aesop's table? We don't know what she gets paid. Mm. I mean, who who's going to pay her? Maybe to curry favor with her constituency. She had to look like she used it. She decided she decided not to take a salary. Ah, uh, maybe well, she, that's possible. Well, that's highly possible. I mean, I I don't know why she'd need the money. <laughs> she needed yeah. the money. Mm-hmm. Oh. Poor Sorry, David. Andrew Dice Kelly. Yeah. I had a moment. Uh, poor David, though. Poor David. I bet like, I just woke up. How many women is he married to? <laughs> he's, he's got his wife-wife, and now Regina's becoming like a work wife. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? <laughs> exactly. Uh-uh. No, I don't got to listen to you. Yeah. Well, but Snow's asleep. Yeah, but but I just woke up. Poor yeah, guy. But whatever, He's dude. browbeat. Okay, so the other thing, too, Emma tells him, about what Hook did. That kind of irked me a little bit too. Yeah, I but see here's the thing. She thought he was gone. So I, I underst- think I understand. In retrospect, she thought he was gone and not coming back and so she had to explain what happened. Yeah. No, I think if she'd have known he was coming back, she probably wouldn't have told him. I almost feel like the the time that Hook and David shared Mhm would have lessened that blow and hook would have have more, I guess more equity in the bank when it comes to that relationship. And not that he shouldn't be upset, but I don't know, maybe, I mean, if you're willing to accept that he's murdered countless people and was a scoundrel in the past, enough to the point where you freely give away your daughter's hand in marriage. Why does him killing your father when he didn't know it was your father at the time really have any, people are just funny that way, I guess, but it's his dad. mm, See, I don't think, I I don't think you can get past that. I mean, yes, it it was a a little more forgiving, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, he should, they still have to face each other at some point. Like at some point, Hook will come back, I'm assuming, right? And I, so now David knows. And so Hook's not going to know that David knows. And so that'll be interesting unless Emma runs up to him. Oh, you're home. Guess what? I told dad. I guess I'll just have to wait until the guy that wants to marry my daughter kills my father and see how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. Moving on. Uh, well, okay. So. In I don't want to get I don't want to get stuck on this. Yeah, because let's that, move on. It's dumb. I started it. I shouldn't have brought it up. Really, at the end of the episode, they kind of introduced the fact that it was Gideon the whole time. Thought the Aesop's tables was a little bit was pretty clever. I enjoyed that. Uh, I didn't realize we were opening new establishments that should have given it away. Like, why is there a new bar starting? It's not like people are just showing up. They should have just known something was off with that. Yeah, and the tear of the Savior apparently is a big deal. Oh, so is Kraken Blood. But let's not bring that up. (laughs) Kraken Blood will help you get between portals. Who knew? Yeah, lots of little things getting stuck in that we haven't seen before. But, you know, again, it's it's a fairy tale. So who's to say that that they can't do stuff like that? But it's just the idea... uh, yeah, I just did it. Ugh. It was very much that whole bear episode with Merida. I mean, that's exactly what it was. It was like you you finish it and you're like, but 
No, I no, I want to. I need another episode. I need a cleansing episode. So, was Mother's Little Helper a palate cleansing episode? Oh yeah, that was that was an infinitely better episode. Infinitely from then the yeah yeah okay. No, I I liked it. I think I think we saw we saw Gideon's backstory. Mm. We saw the Black Fairy's story, part of it. Right, mm-hmm. we still don't know why she does what she does, but we know she's pretty good at it because she had a whole mess of children in that cave, which is a little disturbing. But that's what she does, right? She takes children, but that's what Rumble did in fairy tales. He took babies, and we've never really addressed that. It's like she's having them build iPhones in China. <laughs> she's it's she's not mining okay. the dust, is what she's doing. Well, as Rumple described her, she is she is the source of, of all, all that's the dark evil magic yeah. in, in the world, which is interesting because Come, she has all the fairy. That's what she's having the kids mine is all the fairy dust, the the dark dust, the dark dust. Mm. That sounds funny. It's interesting because how does that then play into the concept of the dark one and Nimue and the I, whole I line of dark ones, which you know they're in the embodiment of this evil, but yet know. now we have the black fairy, which is the source of all that is dark and how do those how do those two things coincide and where did they branch off are they i mean if you're going to make a statement that something is the source mm-hmm. of all evil then the dark one magic uh and and all that has to stem from that somehow okay and so while you're talking i wasn't listening at all but i was <laughs> thinking i was thinking well, now I know how you feel when you're talking to me. Boy, no, I am such an ass. No, I just <laughs> I zoned out because I was thinking when mm. you were talking about Rumple and the Black mm. Fairy. If he truly, like, if she is as bad as he says she is, and if she is the embodiment of evil, right, mm-hmm. in, in the dark magic. So he was her kid and Peter Pan's kid, correct? Mm-hmm. So with those parents, mm-hmm. would weak Rumple have not have had some sort of magic? In him. Yeah, absolutely. See? Absolutely. That's, that's where my wheels were turning when you were talking. Absolutely. Because I'm sitting here going, well, wait a minute. Whoa, ho, Mr. Telephone Man. If <laughs> his mama is the Black Fairy, source of all evil, and Peter Pan is a mischief-making little evil dude who had magic because he could fly, but he really wasn't, was he wait? He really wasn't magic. He just had the stuff. He had the dust. So maybe he infinitely was Peter Pan magic? Did he have magic? See, now I'm going to have to think about that. Because if both of his parents, and I took enough genetics to know that if both of his parents had magic, the likelihood of him having magic was pretty good. But at the same time, we're both right-handed and we have two left-handed kids. Are you trying to figure out which of the storybook characters should have blue eyes? <laughs> yes. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> exactly what I'm trying you're to doing do. the, the fruit I'm fly trying experiment. to do the X's and the Y's and the stuff. <laughs> but no, if she's that bad... And he was her kid, and she has all this magic. Weak Rumples should have had magic, right? But Emma, her power didn't manifest until later in life, as well. Okay, so therefore, mm-hmm. when he became the Dark One, was that why he was as bad and dark as he was? Because then all of his bad stuff manifested. I think it's feasible that 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 plays a role. Hmm. And what are the odds that he would turn into a dark one when his mama is a dark person? I I think all of this. Okay. So 
I think all of this leads to the discussion as to what is the series as a whole trying to tell us? And I think it's the dichotomy of good and evil in every person. Mm. Because you've got, in really honestly, the Black Fairy is the first character that doesn't seem to have any redemptive quality well, qualities he, at all. Hades that, that we, really didn't. But he fell in love. Yeah, maybe. True. I'm trying to, I think she's the only one that doesn't have any kind of, she doesn't seem to be conflicted. Oh no, ever. she's just, she's just evil. Where, you know, Rumpel's had his ups and downs. Yes. Emma's been the dark one. Regina's now good. Snow's Snow been Snow darkened bad. her heart. Yeah, charming uh, has. Yeah, there's no, and there's no really truly just nobody but good character either. Who's good all the time. It's interesting. The, the wheels kind of are turning in my head. See? As to what's going to go, what is going to happen for the rest of this season? I don't have the foggiest idea what they're going to do. Because Gideon isn't all good or all bad. I think I made a reference to him being more being set up more as an, an anti-hero. And there, there seems to be more and more of this in the series. And then we find out that he's being controlled, mm-hmm. which... Really shouldn't have surprised anyone. It didn't really surprise me. And I was a little disappointed that they went that route because it's like, that seems kind of easy. So then you have to then look, then then you put, then you make me have to do work. Now, now I have to look back at everything he's done up to this point and go, well, was he ever trying to fight against this control or did he, was he doing it willingly? Which she addresses with Gideon when she makes it back into uh, our realm, uh, our realm, like we live there. <laughs> I feel like I'm living in a fairy tale sometimes. She questioned that of him. Was there at least some part of him that was giving into that and enjoying that? And I think there probably is. Well, yeah, probably. But his story, I don't know. It feels like. I thought we were getting, it was getting good, but now that we know that she's controlling him, I almost feel like, oh, what's the point of Gideon now? Well, he's a pawn. Yeah, you know, and I I kind of feel bad because these past few episodes, whereas he, he well, he has been going back and forth. Sure he has. I'm going to kill her. Oh, no. And I I didn't do that. And I just, oh, I just need help. Uh. I need help. I have a problem. I need help. And then he tries to get her to be spider food. <laughs> yeah, and so... Nasty spider. If you notice when they were fighting the spider, he he never threw in his magic until she initiated, Emma initiated, which was, I thought, an interesting little thing I kind of caught. It was never... He used his magic first mm. to do an attack. It was always like adding two. Hmm. The other thing I'm going to say, and this is going to come a little bit out of left field, but maybe this is going to make sense. And mm-hmm. it kind of goes into some thoughts I'm having about how this is all starting to wind down. Let's be clear. With this episode, more than any other episode up until this point, they're making it clear that there is some sort of finality to this season, whether it continues or not, there is a final battle. Sure. Some people's stories are coming to an end. Yeah, we know that, that because doesn't... Henry started wigging out 
That doesn't mean that they're going to die necessarily, but okay. could be. Could be. But their story is going to come to an end. And I have no clue what that's going to look like. But let me get back to my original point about Emma. Mm. Does she look like savior material this season? What I mean by that is I feel like if you really pay attention and look at this season, and of course her clothes, I think, play a Mm -hmm. part in this. All the situations she's been in, has she done anything... Heroic? Super heroic. Mm -mm. Has she done anything on her own that would be indicative of she has the power to face the Black Fairy in the final battle? No. Yeah, see, Mm-mm. I agree. No. And I have a I'm not saying I have a problem with that, but I think there's something to that. I think there's something there. No, I think I think she's done her role as a savior and I think the red herring is that she's the one that's going to be the savior at the final battle and I don't think that's the case. I think it's going to be someone else. That's the savior? Mhm. I think it's going to be whoever and of course I have thoughts on that too. But whoever it is that actually is the savior at the final battle has been there the whole time, but we're being, we're being fed this whole savior story because remember Emma from the get go all the way back, 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 uh, uh, back to the beginning, even back to when, oh gosh, I wish I would have looked it up now, but cause I'm going to butcher it. I guess I'll try to paraphrase it. What was he saying? Rumpel was saying about hiding the child, um, that the child would come back, uh, return on their 28th mm-hmm. birthday, and then the final battle would begin. So you think it's Gideon? No. You think it's Neil? No. Who's turning 28? I think it's Henry. Henry? Yeah. He's not 28. No, but they've cast an actor that is going to play an older character, and I think somehow he's going to get aged. And it's interesting, Emma, 28th year. Gideon, how old is he? 28. Yeah. So 28 has something to do with it, clearly. Mm -hmm. But let's think about this for a second. If we go with this idea of this good versus evil, not just externally, but good versus evil in the internal struggle within us. Mm -hmm. And you look at the bloodlines and you follow the black fairy all the way down and you follow, uh, uh, David and snow. And I guess King Leopold was his name, I think, which he was a good King because he freed the genie. Right. Do you, do you remember this? You don't remember any of this. I, I, I don't remember him freeing the genie, but, well, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that he was he was a good-hearted man, okay. and it was Snow's father. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The okay. Genie, the one that was ended up yeah. being in the mirror. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Yes. First wish was to free him. Second yeah, one yeah, yeah. was to give the genie the third wish. Yes. Our, yeah. Sorry. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. So. So you're saying Henry is the embodiment where does, of where, good and evil. Where do these uh, bloodlines converge? Henry. Exactly. Right. And I think Henry's the key. And I think we're seeing this manifestation of this weird power. That he's with. Yeah. I think that he's the one that is going to defeat the Black Fairy. Oh, his great grandmother. Correct. Huh. Who doesn't look a day over 30. 
you know, I haven't. Uh, I'm sure there are unattractive fairies somewhere, but I've yet to meet one. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, and then we still have. Now that you say that, we still have blue mm-hmm. zonked out somewhere. Do you think blue and and black fairy are sisters? I think it's possible. You think all the fairies are sisters? I mean, they were sisters. They were nuns in Storybrooke when the curse was happening. So maybe they truly are sisters. I I think there might be a mole. You think there might be a mole? I think there's a a colossal setup hmm. going going on here. I still don't trust blue. No, I never have. Blue and her little tentacle dress. I, you know, I don't know. I, I think that's a good point. I think Henry could be the key to it all. I, but I agree with what you're saying about Emma. She has not been very savory this whole season. She's needed people. She's been whiny. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with either of those things, but she hasn't been herself. And and we have established that... They're dressing her dowdy and different. <laughs> We've established that there are multiple saviors. Yes, we know I th- that. I think she's done her thing. Maybe. Maybe that's why she was so shaky. She still has the power. She's still got the magic. But that doesn't mean necessarily that she's it anymore. I could be completely wrong. But maybe, you know, I wonder because like in Buffy, when Buffy died, another <laughs> savior rose up. So technically mm-hmm. when Emma went to Hate, well, she didn't go to Hades. She went to hell. She went to the underworld. What do they call it? It's the same thing. Same thing. I wonder if technically that's when another savior would have risen up. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I still need to read that 25th anniversary of Buffy. I just think there's something going on that 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 has been that has been there the whole time and we're just not paying attention to it. Really paying attention to because, it. Because like a magician, our eyes have been diverted mm-hmm. to a different direction and we're watching something that's not mm-hmm. actually it. Watch this episode about uh Aladdin characters and the little mermaid that you really don't care about. Oh, and Jafar, who you thought might play more of a villain nope. in this season. Uh no, he's a stick with a head on it. Yeah, and then they <laughs> stuck it in a basket. Like somebody's gonna buy that. Yeah. Who buys that? I don't know. It's a nice walking stick. I would actually probably make a pretty decent walking stick. It would. But creepy as all get out. It would. Ugh. And I'm disappointed because I thought Jafar would play more of a role. You're still looking for Hercules. <laughs> so There's still hope. Uh, there is still hope. There's still hope he'll pop up somewhere. Yeah, I you know, I don't know now that you say that, because what's his face? Isaac said that there's stuff ahead. Like he warned him. He gave him the big bad warning in his fancy little station wagon as he drove out of town you know this is it this is the end of your story this is gonna be, or somebody's story is gonna end right here this is the last page so which is interesting they were blank and so when you ask the question what's going to happen and then he gives you the answer well that's when the you know that's the final battle and no one wants to see that well how do you know right if it's not written how do you know well and it's only one page it can't be a very big battle but we also know that at the sorcerer's house that apparently nobody lives in, <laughs> still, nobody's squatting in it. I would go there. Oh, sure. I mean, it's huge. There's all the empty books. So see, remember? Mm-hmm. They found all of the empty books. Mm-hmm. So why are there so many empty books if this is the final battle? But maybe it's just the final battle from that book. That is an excellent point. And mm-hmm. I think that also plays into the fact. Maybe they will spin it. That if they do a seventh season, they have made it clear 
It'll be a different book coming it'll down be, off the shelf. It'll be something different. It'll be a re- reboot of sorts. So they've already reboot. laid the groundwork for that. For for that, I admire. They've they've seeded yeah. the series with these things. Um, it's also interesting to think back the seer prophecy that mm-hmm. that Rumpel got about the boy being his undoing, mm-hmm. and how if you really look back, there's been so many opportunities where things that Henry did directly or indirectly led to Rumpel losing or even dying. Yeah. So I wonder if that's something that is over and done with, or is that still in play as well? It's, does that then also play into my assertion that Henry is going to be in the middle hmm. of this uh, final battle? But you have to get, ask yourself if he's, what, 13, 14? Henry? At this, yeah. Oh wow! In how in, in Storybrooke age, yeah, I, not you know, real life. I don't know. I'm trying to think how old Henry. I mean, we know he's a teenager. He's not driving yet. Uh, so six seasons. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's about fourteen, thirteen, fourteen. Right. He's got to be older than thirteen and fourteen. Well, in real life, yes. But I guess the only flaw in my thought is, okay, well, if he is this older character, how does he become older? Well, do you think maybe, uh, I guess it's possible he gets abducted too and loses some time and comes back older? I don't, I don't know. And and maybe the older character isn't Henry, but I still feel, I still feel like that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, so you think it's Henry. I'm not convinced that it's not baby Neil. Because she could take baby Neil very easily. Nobody cares about this kid. And she could take him down to the mines and poof, he comes back and he's older. I, I can't help but feel that it's him. I'm telling you, that kid is going to get his revenge on those horrible parents that he has. And that whole damn town, who doesn't care about him? For all we know, that's exactly what's happened. Yes. She's already taken him. And that's the best explanation I've heard this whole time. And nobody knows. Where the hell is baby Neil? <laughs> Why does anybody care about baby Neil? As a matter of fact, uh, in our Facebook group chat for the episode, right when it opened, here you see a little baby in a little basket and, you know, getting carried off. I thought, oh, is it? could it be? Could it be baby Neil? No, it's not. It's never going to be baby Neil. They're going to wake up. They're, okay, they're going to they're gonna get... They're going to give each other, uh, or they're going to kiss the other one. They're going to wake up and go, oh, oh, I've been sleeping for a while now. Let me go look over into the bassinet here. See, oh, no no, baby Neil. All right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm going uh, to go get a pint down at Aesop's <laughs> Tables. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care about, care about horrible that bassinet could be empty. They'll never know. They, they would never know. And I'm pretty, I'm convinced they don't care. They no, just no, don't care. Remember Snow when she was drinking, she said, I'm I have a sleeping curse and a newborn. Really? He can't do there's, you? There's no way he can still be a newborn, first off. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she even alluded to the fact that she had a baby at home. But I, that's just drunk talk. You think that's just drunk mm-hmm. talk? She thinks she has a baby. That's right. She doesn't really have mm-hmm. a baby. He's mm-hmm. 12. She's like that that girl in uh, Quigley Down Under. Do you remember that wow, movie? Wow, went way back with I that did. One. Ooh, that was deep cuts. That's if you've never seen nice. Quigley Down Under, is a fantastic Western set in Tom Australia. Selleck. Tom Selleck and, God rest his soul, Alan Rickman. 
uh, uh, Laura San Giacomo. Oh, that's right. Was, She's the one with the baby. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She had a baby. Right. And she and smothered it. Was take, it. Right. Oh, sorry. And so she was crazy. She was crazy. And so the whole time, that's all she. she and it nuts. drove her nuts. It, it drove her nuts. Yeah. Rightfully so. And the whole time, she was always making reference to her baby. She's a better mother than Snow will ever be. <laughs> because even though she didn't have a baby anymore, she. She cared about it and wanted to take care of it. Yeah. My goodness. No, I really think it's baby Neil. That's okay. I'm okay. going to call it right now. You're calling now. it? I'm calling it right now. All right. You heard it here first, folks. I think it's all baby Neil. Baby Neil. I think Blackberry's going to take him. Uh-oh. Nobody will ever know. Mm. He'll come back pissed. <laughs> and he's going to wreak havoc on that town. All right. That's what I think. That's what I think. That's it. That's I'm, it. I'm it. for it. I at this it. point, I'll write it down right now. At this point, I don't care. Yeah. I'm for it. Um, that would be a 28-year-old man. They'll still call him Baby Neil. <laughs> that would be exciting. Hey, you know, there's only, uh, I think, five episodes, five weeks left. They, they better figure some stuff out then. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, because the finale is actually going to be all on one night. They're not going to make us wait between oh, two weeks. So it's going like to be two, it'll be a two-hour finale. So hopefully one of those hours is good and it's the last hour. Well, it'll, it'll have to be because <laughs> typically... <laughs> The first hour is never good, and then we're frustrated, and then the second one, we're like, oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, was there anything else about this episode that we missed? One thing that I – and I didn't catch this, but I, I saw something crum, come across my feed, and I thought it was, it was pretty hilarious, the license plate on the vehicle at the end that uh i saw it and i couldn't figure out the significance wed 1901 right so that's walt Walt disney's initials and he was born in 1901 oh nice so i thought that was cool no i figured it meant something but i didn't know i i I didn't think walt disney i was trying to think who got married in 1901 was it good to see isaac again yeah never really cared for smarmy he is but now he's gone Swarmy he just wanted to go back to his life. Swarmy and uh, really wanted to go see Hamilton. Yeah, but it's a, it's, a nice it's, it's pretty hot. And Although in this world it shouldn't have happened yet, but whatever, we're not going to split. Yeah, hairs. I don't think that's good. we can't get into that. <laughs> Shows a little f- few years behind us, right? Because m- most seasons pick up right after the last season. There isn't really any time jumps. So they're really not – it's really not 20 – I don't think it's even 2016 in their world. So Hamilton really I don't think should be a thing, at least not to the level where it would be hard to get the tickets, but whatever. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. What else was funny? Oh, Hook. We haven't talked about Hook. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're about to wrap everything up, but we haven't talked about Hook yet. Oh, what are we doing? Hook's on a quest to get home. <laughs> And so I, I like, I see, I think, I think all that's cool. I like all that. I like watching him go through all the stuff that he's going through to get home. He is but, now, he went with Blackbeard. They did a card game and he tricked him and gave him the Jolly Roger. Oh, by the way, I don't have it. I need to use your bean to get home to it. <laughs> and so he and Blackbeard are going to go on an excursion and the bean doesn't take him where they need to be. And he ends up in Neverland. Never. So did they establish – oh, and what I was going to say, uh, I, I thought it was funny that he, when he tricked him and said, oh, um, Jolly Roger's not actually here. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to take me to it in order to get it. And I immediately thought of that concept of you're out and about and maybe you lose your ride home. And so you stroll into the pizza joint and you order pizza for delivery 
And when the driver was about to leave, he said, hey, can I catch a ride with you back to the house? Balling. Yeah, that's pretty that's, sweet. That is. I've never done that. <laughs> I don't know anybody that's ever done that. I have heard of someone trying that. It's and pretty they, smart. They, they don't. Well, they kind of frown upon I was going to say, that. I wouldn't think that they'd let you ride with your drivers. Yeah, I mean, it would be kind of weird. It would, it would be very strange. And now that we got Uber, I, I, you know, I guess. Yeah, I've never Ubered. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know how to Uber. That's good, and you shouldn't. You're a married woman. <laughs> shouldn't be Ubering all over town. No, that's right. But yeah, so they they end up, and, and then we find out, too, that Gideon, Gideon tells Emma that Hook will never be able to get back to her because he's got a protection spell. Mm-hmm. And so no matter how many beans he uses or Kraken's blood or whatever it takes to get him back, he's never going to end up back. But he ends up in Neverland. And so we were talking earlier about why Neverland. Because he said he wanted to get home. I think is we need to go back and see exactly what his wording what was when he threw at. the bean. Or no, he didn't say it because Blackbeard was like, you need to, you got to, all you have to do is think of where you're wanting to go. And he's like, I did. And he said what he thought of. So we need to go back and look at that. Because if he had a protection spell, you would hope that would nullify the magic to the point where it just wouldn't do anything. And you yeah, wouldn't spin just, your wheels. But yeah, we do need to see that because there needs there's some significance there that, 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 we're, that we're potentially missing. Um, I do know that Tiger Lily will be maybe in the next episode soon. So we're going to get some Tiger Lily backstory. Mm, I wonder hmm. I wonder if they're going to cause more strife between Hook and Emma with maybe a little No, they can't they can't do that. A little because Tiger Lily action no, going on. He's doing all this to get back to her. He's proposed to her for Pete's sake. He, no, well, they're okay, not going to do on, that. Hold on. I mean, if they're going to throw in the fact that he killed David's father, no. It's, why 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 would you think that it's outside the realm of possibility that would they would also go, oh, by the way, he used to shack up with old Tiger Lily. How do you feel about that one? So not only has he killed your grandfather, but he shacked up with this chick over here. Well, but he he did that before. Like again He did all that stuff before. That's the point. Right. That's what I'm saying. So you can't be mad. I'm not mad. She can't. I think it's kind of cool. I don't. I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they can. I hope they don't. Oh gosh, I hope they don't. Look at all he got. All his oats sewed. He's ready to settle down, honey. He's yours. He's yours. Right? She should be happy about that. Maybe she should go watch Chasing Amy, and just be content and happy with the fact that he wants to spend time with her. That's all I'm saying. I don't remember chasing Amy <laughs> quite the same way that you do. Probably not. <laughs> Excellent movie, though. It was a great movie, but I don't Kevin rem- Smith's best, I will say. You think so? Yes. Huh. From from a all the way around perspective. Hmm. Not, I mean, you don't want you don't go into the thing. Oh, it's his best funny movie, or it's his best dramatic movie. I mean, most of the stuff isn't really dramatic, but it, it's the most well-rounded, well-told story. And uh, here's why: because it was personal, mm. highly, highly personal. So, yeah, um, I hope they don't do that with Hook. Uh, they and and uh, they don't, don't. They can't. Don't do this. Don't don't do all that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've already messed with with memories of people let's not yeah no they won't i'm not even so, gonna they're not gonna do that no they're not gonna do so that. he's stuck in a loop then 
He's well, he's stuck in the loop because he has a protection spell where he can't come back to Storybrooke. But he doesn't. I don't think he knows that. He thinks that the beam just didn't work right. But he, nobody he can leave know. Storybrooke. So even if he come back, he could. Well, I guess he could leave because he did leave. He went through the with the Nautilus. But oh wait, that was the other thing about this episode. In passing, because remember Isaac left. Right. We're like, ooh, how did he do that? Well, in passing, apparently Regina figured out how to lift it. Do you remember hearing that? The protection spell? Yeah. No. So, uh, well, I mean, how else could Isaac leave? Isaac wasn't from there. Mm, okay. Emma wasn't from there. That's how she could come and go. Yeah, but I thought they've. Yeah. And Henry wasn't from there. That's how he could come and go. But I thought in this particular one, no one could leave. Uh, apparently not. We got all our details screwed up. Maybe it's. But this season, more than any season out of all of them, I think, has thrown so many things yeah, kind of out the window and, and she's thrown still, new things into the pot. It's really hard to keep up with. Yeah. I will no, say because that. She, no, because she was too busy working on the sleeping spell. To have handled the protection spell. Mm. Ooh, and that's next week's. So that's being broken. The protection spell. The no, sleeping spell. The sleeping spell. Yes, because we saw them both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my hope for the rest of this season is that we don't have any more of these episodes that are just kind of like, hey, well, this yeah. is kind of a fun story we wanted to tell. Here you go. I they hope don't that, have time. If they've only no, got five episodes, they can't be doing that. It's been a very slow burn this season. And they threw out the the uh, first half of the season arc and the last half of the season, season arc uh, format to tell this one big overall story. And it's kind of been uneven. But I've liked it overall. And I'm hoping that this slow burn has like a huge payoff. And I think that it will, especially if they do some of the things that I'm speculating, you know, I mean, that would completely pull the rug right out from under me. Oh, Belle's going to be so happy to know that her boy's not evil. There's no saving him. He's evil. (laughs) Yeah. So that was interesting. Uh, Just real quick. Uh, That's kind of harsh on Emma's. Well, Art? he's tried to kill her twice for Pete's sake. Death yeah. by spider, I think, would well, make you a little testy. Okay. but I'd be mad, too. But she's really good friends with Regina now. And how many times... Oh, look at you. ...did Regina not only try to kill people, but has straight up murdered people? She didn't try to kill Emma. Do you understand my point? No, I get it. <laughs> I do. But she's my friend now, and she took me out drinking the other night, (laughs) and I got some stuff off my chest. And what have you done for me? Nothing. I hate you. You're evil. You got to go. Plus, well, it's almost like saying, do you you not trust Belle? I mean, because you know what you're getting out of Rumpel. And the fact that Rumpel saved Emma, (laughs) what? But, okay. So, some more speculation on my part. Here we go. They need some kind of device that tells them when people don't have their heart no more so that they can figure out when people are I think are that would be a great idea. Control. Some However, sort of little button. One of them has that. We know that Rumpel has the capability of knowing when someone doesn't have their heart. So you can't stand, sit here and tell me that he didn't already know. How does Rumpel know that? 
it's been established that he can tell when someone doesn't have their, their that doesn't have their heart and they're under someone's control. I, mean, I don't remember what episode, but I'm fairly certain this is the case. Then he should know that Gideon doesn't have it. He does then. No, he doesn't. He would have to. But he doesn't. Mm, I think he's playing the game. I, then maybe he knows that what's-her-face is listening to everything. Which is why, exactly. Which is also why he saved Emma. Emma. Because I think maybe part of him knows that she's not the true savior for the final battle either. But he can't just let her die. Hmm. Because then later in this episode, when she made a threat toward Gideon... His feathers got all ruffled again. And... So like, oh, yeah, you're going to do that? Well, then I'll, pretty much I'll end you. Yeah. Well, which is it? You just got done saving her. Well, but so, that's his son. He's protecting I his son. I get that. I get that. But we and could, then Belle and Rumpel were going to get all sweet. Oh, what's with the hand holding? This is how you got Gideon to begin with. Stop it. Stop it. I'm telling they're gonna, they're going to end up back together. No. Yes, they Stop are. It. Yes, Stop. they are. I don't want to hear it. Because la, 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 she's going to be la, like, oh, la, la, Rumpel, la, 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 our boy is so uh, good, and you did yeah. so many things to uh, take care of our boy. I love you. Uh, I don't care if you're evil. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it's it. exactly what's going to happen. I don't want to hear it. It's what's going to happen. So somehow Gideon gets his heart back at some point, I believe. Well, I, and I think maybe he dies a hero's death. That would be cool. Yeah, but then they'll have no children. He will have no children, both who have died a hero's death. I don't think he deserves to have children. Well, I don't think he was a bad father. I mean, no, he was not. He was You're a, right. Everything he did, he did for his boy. Mm-hmm. Boys, boys. Mm. So the, I, I want to see how the rest of the season plays out. Oh yeah, I, me too. I, starting to hear about the final battle and knowing that there's going to be some some consequences kind of gets me stoked. And I just kind of wish that maybe some of these episodes wouldn't have been so fillerish, but you got to take the good with the bad. You got to take the stuff that sets up all the chess pieces. I get that. I mean, this is the, the problem with most television shows. I would submit that maybe seasons should be shorter. So you don't have to sprawl things out over time, but this just, this is the way it is. What are you going to do? Well, I think, too, we've gotten – our society has gotten so hooked on binging shows that you get that immediate payoff. One's over, you watch it. One's over, you watch it. You get to see the whole thing play out. And so when you're watching week to week, it's painful. Oh, it, it used to not be. Used to be like, oh, but we get so excited still because we want to watch it. We want to see. And then it's over. And you're like, Dad, gummit, I can't make it go to the next one. And Exactly. And I think you have an excellent point Ooh. that – if we would take and not if we would have taken this season and watched it, binged it, sure, I think our opinion of the episodes that we didn't really care for wouldn't be as harsh harsh because you you had that satisfaction of immediately moving on to something that would be different, better, better, yeah. and kind of ease that pain, and then you get to see the overall story and how the pieces fit together that much sooner as opposed to. Drawing it out. Drawing it out. And so I'm not advocating binging by any means, but I just think it's an interesting point to Mm -hmm. throw out there that I think that's true of a lot of shows, that if you were able to just watch it all in one shot, I think your opinion of the overall season would be much more favorable than it is when you watch them from week to week. Well, you know, sitting here, again, not listening (laughs) 
<laughs> no, and, and we're about done because of stuff like no, that. No, I'm just messing with you. No, I was just based on what you just said, like a series of unfortunate events. We watched that immediately the minute it came out. We watched all of them. Like the kids, we knocked it out in what two, three days, something like that. It was pretty quick. Maybe okay, four. But we watched it pretty quick, and I think that's one of those shows that if you'd have watched one episode and had to wait a week, you'd be a weird thing, right? I agree. Because it was such a weird you you did you ended up watching the thing and being like, oh god, that's horrible. Ugh, ugh, I don't want. Ugh. But then you watch the next one, like, oh, oh, they're okay, you know. And then so I think it. I think it is. I think it's interesting to see what being able to watch whole seasons of shows on Netflix or whatever else has done to people's viewing habits and has done to the way that people respond to TV. Because like you said, or like we said, going week to week to week, I mean, that's a commitment and that's you, you there's no payoff with that until the end of the season. You know, I mean, right now we, you know, y'all know that we watch all the arrow and flash and all that kind of stuff. And we're in a break now and like, we're losing our minds. Cause we don't have any, what are we doing on Tuesday? What are we doing on Wednesday? What are we doing? And, and so you have to wait. And if you were binging it, you'd have that instant gratification. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get to see the whole season, and now you're like, ah! Mm. Sorry. That's true. I went off on my little soapbox. No, that's okay. Stupid Netflix. We would love to hear what you have to say about... Whatever. This... Yeah, there you go. Doesn't Whatever. matter. Doesn't have to be about this episode. It could just be about life. Do you need dating advice? Oh, We'll no. give you that, too. Yeah, that's probably not Don't a good do idea. It. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, no, we want to hear what you have to say. So uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Once Upon Us. Actually, or... I think we'd give pretty good dating advice. You think so? I think we probably would. Is is that the podcast we're going to do next <laughs> after next this podcast. series winds down? We'll call it. Hang on, hang on. No, uh, you, I'll get it in there somehow. I'll you, work on that. Okay. All right, so you can hit us up on Twitter at Once Upon Us. You can email us once at nthcast.com. You can go to our website, onceuponeth.com. Appreciate you listening. And Eharmonothy. No, no, that is awful. <laughs> that is awful. The whole idea is awful. And we're going to end with that. Y'all have a great week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>